Welcome back, everyone, to another Eats Beat podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpott. And Steve Wilson. So I want both Robert and Steve to talk a lot in this episode because they have gone and seen the wonders of the new development in West 7th, the, 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 uh, the worldwide trend of marketplaces comes to Fort Worth. Uh, start and tell us about, the, you, you got a sneak peek of the new Crockett Row Food Hall. Or more accurately, because you have to put it in this sort of passive, pretentious way these days, Food Hall at Crockett Row. Food Hall at Crockett Row, yes, that's right. And we should start out by saying Crockett Row is what we used to call West 7th. It's Crockett Street, a block off West 7th. The shops that are all in one shopping complex, the one that really tows your car if you don't use their if you don't use their shops and park in their garage that is crockett row they won't necessarily tow your car but you'll have to pay an arm and a leg for the parking <laughs> oh and they've been good friends to us i shouldn't i shouldn't bag on their parking but talk about their food hall so the uh, the food hall um there's another concept like this in plano right now legacy hall which is um like i believe three stories and i've been there on, on a couple of saturdays when it's been wall-to-wall people the fort worth the Food hall at Crockett Row in Fort Worth is smaller. There's, um, we're looking at a lineup here. There's uh, 11 stalls right now, and um, they're they're planning another one, but they're not ready to announce what the other one is. Now, I, you know, I was really mistaken. I thought this was going inside the building that's under construction on the southeast corner, southwest corner, and I thought there's going to be a big food hall like Legacy, but it's a uh, end cap. It's it's a uh, anchor position. In Crockett Row, it's cat a corner from Terra Mediterranean Grill, but it's not the, the whole city block like I thought. So. Well, it's it's kind of close to a city block when you yeah, say that. It, it definitely was smaller than I was expecting it to be. I mean, yeah. I was expecting it to be a lot bigger than than what it was. Okay, uh, well, well let's I, talk. I, I don't know about that because I knew mm-hmm. how many stalls and I had been to a food hall before. Mm-hmm. So I, I, in fact, some of the stalls are much. Uh, John Tizar's uh, knife burger. There, he has a knife burger in. A, Legacy Hall, and it's kind of a small stall, and you'll see a line there. He had a nice big corner area um, right next to the right bar. next to the bar, <laughs> yeah, which right. he we, co-owns with right. the owners of the food, with the well, operators of the food hall. Right, and we should talk about the food, and we should start about the food because that's what everybody really wants to know about. And John Tazar is really the anchor of this food hall. His his uh, knife burger and the uh, and the bar are uh, kind of the, the main uh, restaurant that this radiates around. So talk about John Tazer. Well, we were able to um, get his uh, famous uh, um, Ozersky burger last night, which is named after uh, a food writer, a friend of his who passed away a few years ago, mm-hmm. Josh Ozersky. Who wrote about the hamburgers. Who wrote about the hamburgers. It's about as simple looking a burger as you can. Uh, it looked like it came out of a high school cafeteria. Right. It, it's described <laughs> on the menu as an American diner style cheeseburger made with a six ounce patty, ground sirloin, two slices of American cheese, a raw red onion, salt, and pepper. Sounds simple. It was fabulous. Yeah, and they had like uh, you know they had must you know the squeezed mustard and uh, ketchup and and mayonnaise that you can put yeah. on it, but so it wasn't even dressed. You know, it just was. The simple burger. You get the red onions, and right. you, you can't even see them because there's, right. there's so and it's much really, it's cheese really, on it. It's really small, like a, it, you know, comparatively to what we see these these fancy burgers nowadays. So but this is. Really I, I've small. had I've had the Azurski in uh, Dallas at his steakhouse knife uh-huh. before, and people, you know, like, wow, this this burger has ruined all of their burgers for me. Mm-hmm. It's so good, and I thought it was a good burger, and I was like, yeah, it's okay. I had it here, and it was just like, wow, the first bite, it was like, I yeah. get it. 
Yeah, no, and Maya, this beautifully medium rare patty mm-hmm. um, is beautifully it was juicy. Seasoned. It was dripping. It, the, the meat was the thing. Uh, the the yeah. meat was the star of the burger. Everything else, it, you know, uh, you know, the cheese was pretty good too. But the the meat was the star. It was very juicy, very very tasty. Uh, you know, it had that real beef flavor to it. And at these uh, at these media previews where they are serving a lot of food, it it can be hard to kind of control yourself. And they kept on putting out piles of the burgers. I'm like, I can't go back and have two. I got to have more food. Um, how, how big a bun? Four inch bun, six inch bun. I just want to talk about the burger one more. Well, it's a six ounce patty, so figure it was about it was a fairly small, so not, not slider size, yeah. just a regular. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it, was, it, was, yeah, it was kind of like a McDonald's size. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, because because what you're describing, and I think this is what he's doing. You know, Ozerski was the one who wrote about and researched the history of the hamburger. And, you know, this is the way the hamburger started. Uh, the old story about the guy from Athens who, who, uh, uh, Uncle Fletch from, from Athens, Texas, who went to the uh, Columbian Exposition in St. Louis selling his hamburgers. Well, for, for there are a lot of Texans, Clint Murkison led the way who claimed he invented the hamburger. He didn't. But, you know, when he started serving hamburgers on the square in Athens and the, uh, the fellows in, in uh, Jersey who also lay claim to being the, the, the inventor of the hamburger, that's what it was. It was meat and red onion, and there weren't a lot of other dressings. And so it sounds like this is a, a legacy yeah. of homage, hamburger. I guess. Yeah. Homage, yeah. yeah. We, when we do our, um, our semi-annual burger battles, that we uh, always get confused between semi-annual and biannual, but we do it every two years. Um, we always hear from people who are like, you know, we'll describe a burger at Hop Dottie with a lot of toppings or at Rodeo Goat, and people will be like, that's not a real burger. Some people are so purist, they don't even like the cheese. But if you're not so, if you're just after the cheese, uh, if you don't mind the cheese and everything else unpretentious, this is a great burger. Um, going to be curious okay. what it's going to be like when, when things are in gear. Uh, other things we were able to try, um, there's not just Q, and unfortunately I'm forgetting the, sh- the, the operator's name, but he has a TCU background. He was a former uh, TCU uh, football player. Um, he had a pretty good brisket. Uh, it says brisket sliders on the menu, but all he had was mm, yeah. slices of brisket. It was, it was good brisket. It yeah. was br- good brisket. Mm-hmm. It was nice. It had a nice uh, kind of dark uh, bark to it. Yeah, and, dark uh, bark to it. And uh, I got a real fatty piece, which I like. So did I. And it yeah, was, it was, really it was nicely, it was ni- a little pepperiness to it. Um, we, we actually, we liked everything we had. The problem was some places that we wanted to try stuff because of um, technical well, difficulties. Well, they just got the gas turned on right? to that, uh, that day. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Victor Villarreal, a Fort Worth chef who has been around for 20 years working at various places. Uh, he's worked at uh, Sapristi. Uh, he worked at, um, not Sapristi, at Syrah. At Syrah. I believe he Syrah, worked at Grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Steve knows, we both know him, but I think Steve knows him a little better than I do. He has a place called uh, Abe Froman's of Fort Worth. Abe Froman's is named after the uh, scene in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where Ferris Bueller gets by a snotty maitre d' by pretending to be (laughs) Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago. So he's got pizza at this place. Uh, He was supposed to have uh, cheese pizza. He's supposed to have a sausage meatball. He's supposed to have house-made gnocchi that we would be able to try. But Steve can tell you why we weren't able to try them. Well, they basically the oven, uh, they, they get the gas turned on today. It's some sort of terracotta oven of some sort, and it has to be kind of heat cured for, like he said, by Friday he should have it. Uh, it the, he has to keep on raising the temperature like a couple hundred degrees, you know, until it gets hot enough. We we should mention that the the grand opening is actually a little more than a week. Well, it's 
as we're recording this, it's a little mm. more than a week away. It's December 7th. And December 8th. 7th. So if you're listening after December 7th, you can go check it out. So uh, so you have burgers and barbecue, and then how do you describe my, my, my problems? My, my, well, the, they didn't have anything to do, so it was going okay. to be pizza. Okay. But my favorite was the pokey. Okay. <laughs> they had like, and it was kind of a, I, I was surprised. It seemed to be a large section for pokey, you know, with a, a big, a big area. It, it did seem, and it's, the stalls are a little larger than in the Plano stalls. And so John Tizar, Victor Villarreal. Um, the stalls, the, this, the it not, sounds like a cattle barn. <laughs> well, it, it's not, you know, it does sound like a cattle barn, but, you know, I think if you go, you know what I'm talking about. They're John Tizar, Victor Villarreal, Villarreal uh, not just Q from the former TCU um, guy, and uh, Shawarma Bar all kind of line the west wall and, you, you kind of had to be paying attention to some of this. It was easy to miss Shawarma Bar, which is kind of off in a corner. I think they were hiding. Yeah. And uh, and uh, whereas um, Knife Burger is right by this huge bar, and you're going to see it because that's where people are going to gravitate. Um, there was also um, an interesting concept called uh, Butler's Cabinet, which comes from Joshua Harmon, who is a Fort Worth chef. He's another chef with a uh, background. He, he was at Grace. Right. He was at Milk and Honey and Keller, Kicked and then around quite a few places. And then he was at uh, Independent Bar and Kitchen in uh, Deep Ellum, which was really acclaimed, but lasted barely, I think, just a little over a year. Um, what is this all about? Yeah, it's hard to describe his concept because it's a it's. It's like bread. Well, there's more to it than that. Sandwich. Okay, all right. Yeah. It's like bread. Yeah, right. the, I don't know. I mean, it, well, they didn't really have much up the show. Yeah, I'm at the deviled egg sandwich thing they did was pretty good it was I, yeah it was I mean, pretty I, complex I mean, for yeah. something it was it just a little small yeah. square it had well, he's, a, he's kind of experimental too yeah. so uh he is known he was known at independent bar and kitchen for a uh, cheeseburger that uh, had house-made cheese house-made american cheese and he will have something similar to that he'll have the house-made american cheese boy i wish i had his menu in front of me because his concept is probably the most unusual in the food hall it's not something where you're like going something ethnic, something sweet, or, or a burger or a barbecue, mm -hmm. it's a little more uh, varied and a little more like small plate, small bite type place, uh, things. And mm -hmm. he is, as Steve said, he's going to be experimenting. Yeah, okay, he's, you he's haven't great. gotten any sweets yet. Pie, cake, ice cream, uh, waffles, waffles, waffles. Waffles. Waffles, yeah. Waffles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, press waffle, which also has a, uh, a, a location in the Legacy Food Hall. Um, they're supposed to have savory and sweet waffles, but uh, all they had last night was the strawberry Nutelli cookie butter and whipped cream waffle. That's all we needed. Right. We're, so we're I, being filmed for this podcast by our videographer, one of our videographers, Candy Bolden. When I started describing this waffle, she looked like she was starting to get a craving. <laughs> and like, yeah, you know, it's like I'm going to go to the food hall. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking we started with the wrong food here. We should have gone directly to the well, that, strawberry waffle. That, that was the first thing I had. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, it, it was actually the first thing is you walk in the, the door, door right. as we walked in the door last night it was a little you know there there's two entrances both on um yeah norwood, Nor norwood. it's at the corner of crockett and norwood norwood, right. Right. norwood is the one-way street that goes north if right. you need to remember mm -hmm. norwood north so crockett and norwood our colleagues at uh who report for channel eight and have a, a bureau based in the area uh, say that these these one-way streets would which have been one way for what six months now, they're one way in signage only That's they right. still <laughs> see people going the wrong way on the one-way street i can't imagine i'm never there at night i can't imagine what it's not what's like when the bars close yeah it's at crockett and norwood so to get there you turn off 
Lancaster North onto Norwood. But the, but you were talking about when you come in the door. Let's get back to the strawberry waffle because you said when you come in the door, you see the strawberry waffle. Well, when you come in, one of the there's one door you come in, you'll see the bar. Yeah. There's another door you come in. There's um, and they're both on Nor- uh, Norwood. Uh, you'll immediately run into Press Waffle Company. They do they do savory as well as sweet waffles. But all they were showing off last night was the um, strawberry waffle. Again, it was all we needed. Um, right across from it is Val's Cheesecakes, um, which actually does had a variety of cheesecakes. I don't think either one of us sampled anything, but they, mm-hmm. they do a cheesecake in a jar, but they also had regular cheesecake there too. And then Gigi's Cupcake, which is a chain that has locations in uh, far north Fort Worth and South Lake and elsewhere. They're adding one here. I found it kind of interesting what they were sampling there it was like wedding cake yeah you know, it was so, a, so that was a little different i was going like oh wedding cake it was like what <laughs> it was like a wedding cake about you know the size of uh like a checkerboard square yeah well it's a little, little cupcake thing but it, but you take you know it was white and you and when you take a bite of it you know it tasted like wedding cake and, yeah. they, and they said yeah it was wedding cake and then there's um but everybody likes just in case cake. anybody who came to the press preview needed a wedding cake. right and then there's uh rolling and bowling which is acai bowls this comes from uh Two former um, TCU students, and again, I don't have the notes. Roland and Bolin. Roland and Bolin. R O L L I N apostrophe B O W L I N. It originated as a food truck, so you got that's where you got the Roland from. Um, and they had a pretty good uh, little Super Monkey Bowl uh, sample. Uh, acai super blended, Monkey Bowl. Acai yeah. blended with berries, pineapple, banana, and almond milk. And you could get peanut butter or... Um, like fancy bowls of cereal. Almond butter. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Yeah. Huh. Fancy <laughs> bowls of cereal. <laughs> but you're going to get more huh. than this. It's 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 sweet, but it's also healthy until you do things like I do. And like say, I said, I like, I, like, I like the pokey. The pokey was really yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, go yeah. for the pokey. Yeah, it had, uh, they had like uh, three different types of fish. Uh, all you know, nice and spicy, and they had like rice crackers, uh, the the Oreo rice crackers in it, and and uh, it was really good. And they and the and the the guys were just a blast. They were running around and doing these. Uh, since we're in the camera, <laughs> doing, <laughs> doing this love you Hawaii type stuff, kind of it's a hand signs. Yeah, so fresh pokey is going to be a hit. Mm-hmm. You know, good burgers is going to be a hit. Um, mm-hmm. Fancy desserts is going to be I a hit. I think the barbecue is going to be a hit. Barbecue is mm-hmm. going to be a big hit. You know, is there anything else here that's going to really resonate, that's going to click with the, the, the dining A lot of crowd? people seem to like the dock, which is, uh, as you might imagine from uh, the sound of it, it's a seafood place. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a lobster roll. They had a lobster roll. Mm-hmm. I actually ran into um, both the uh, uh, station manager and the program director from, um, uh, or one of the program directors from uh, 95.9 The Ranch and uh, 92.1 KTFW. Also, Justin Frizzell, their morning DJ. I had the lobster roll, and they all wanted to shake hands. Well, I got a bunch of sauce from the lobster roll on my hand, and I'm like, Duck, let me get a napkin. I'm like, well, you guys have messy hands now. So what do you think will be a hit, and where will people park to go to? The parking garage, there's a parking garage directly across yeah, it's from the it, parking garage north, that's what they call it. Which fills up quickly. Yeah, uh, we that's what they recommended us to park. You know, yeah. the, you know they had the press saying they said there's a parking garage north that's right across the street from it. So then and, you have to park and get your ticket validated. Right, right. And, yeah. and, but uh, when I went in, I drove around, it's just one level. And then, although it's not a parking garage, I was going like... Other West 7th parking garage, Crockett Row at West 7th mm-hmm. parking garages have... Uh, have multiple levels, but mm-hmm. this one had one, and I, I was lucky to get a guy pulling out mm-hmm. right as I. That's why I had to I had to wait for a guy to so pull out. The there's a is bigger this... parking garage 
um, you know, Bud mentioned that Terra is catty corner. There's a bigger parking garage by Terra. Mm-hmm. Behind Terra. Behind yeah. Terra. Now, are they, is this open for a lunch and dinner seven days? Are they trying to draw lunch crowds? That's been the downside of Crockett Road. They haven't of, been able to draw weekday lunch crowds. What I got out of talking to uh, Kevin Lillis, the, can I remember all this again? Kevin Lillis, the mm-hmm. CEO of Hospitality Alliance, which is the operator of this food hall and has food halls in other cities, including Las Vegas. Um, he's it sounded to me like he's expecting to get some of the bar crowd to come in uh, late night for some of these, uh, for some of the places. So they're open there. late night. Yeah. See, other places over there are, are working for bar business too, the Zenitai mm-hmm. and the, the, uh, well, the, the new taco place. Well, that was one of the things I was kind of curious about the concept is it's, you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's a fancy food court. And usually you see those in like malls and something where you have other types of stores around and you can go there. Well, this location, you know, there's a lot of places to eat. I mean, this area, you know, it's not as much store driven. As, right, right. There's, it's not just, you know, it's a lot of not restaurants. It's just the Crockett Row at West 7th restaurants. There's you know, there's places like Kona Grill. There's places uh, like Radio Goat. Mashed, and those are not. Well, Mashed is in Crockett Row, but right. Mashed is Mashed and Social House have thrived on their bar crowds right. in places where other places have not thrived. Right. right. So I, um, you know, it, and it then is curious. Kara and Fireside have been more on food. Right. Although a big fan of the bar at Fireside Pies. Uh, if you go there and it's crowded, you can usually get a seat at at the bar, and it's a good place to sit. You can watch the uh, pizzas cooking in the oven. The bartenders are real friendly. The drinks are good. Okay. Um, the, th- the thing I was wondering is we were looking at it, like Steve said, it, it it was about the size I expected it to be because I knew how many uh, tenants they were going to have. Um, and I'd driven by it several times. Um, Steve said it was smaller than he was expecting. My, my two things were like, is it going to be too crowded on a weekend afternoon or is it not going to be crowded enough? Yeah. Because the legacy hall... It can be so crowded, and Plano can be so crowded on a Saturday. And there are, pl- there are plenty of places to eat around Legacy Hall, too. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it can be so crowded on a Saturday that it's overwhelming. Now, my feeling, too, is it was smaller than I thought it was going to be. But I, now let me tell you about one that's even smaller that's opened, if we can mm-hmm. if, we're, if we can talk about Americado Food Hall. Americado got the jump on Crockett Row by a couple of weeks. Uh, Americado is this restaurant on the south side near TCU. It's gone through several lives. It's it's at uh, Barry and Cleburne Road, uh, near the railroad, kind of very close to Carson's Deli. It was built as this elaborately designed. Uh, well, it, it wasn't originally a food hall, but it had a lot of stands. It had a taco stand and a seafood stand and and a, a bar, and you had to go and stand in lines. It was meant to be similar to a Mercado, where you bought food at several different places and then bought a drink at another place and enjoyed it. That didn't work in Fort Worth. People wanted to be able to stand in one line and get all their food without having to wait three times, and they really wanted table service. So uh, what Americado did, Americado changed from its original concept, which was Mercado-style service, to a table service, mostly tacos, and now Americado has opened back up into, they're calling it Americado Food Hall, and it's the size of one restaurant, but you know they have they still have their their taqueria concept, and they've taken what they do well on Magnolia at La Zona, which is the um, Hotel Madrid and Saint Sophia complex on on Magnolia with a big fun patio. So they brought the cocktails from La Zona and the coffees from Saint Sophia, 
And then they've made uh, one big acquisition of this. They have a Bricks Barbecue stand. And Bricks Barbecue has excellent brisket. And then uh, last weekend, they're, they're there on weekends only, but last weekend they had this triple cheddar black pepper sausage that was really oh. outstanding, handmade sausage. Oh, I love sausage. Yeah, and then they're using what well, this was. I mean, unless you go down to Sausage Shop mm-hmm. down on McCart, this was some of the best handmade sausage I've ever had, housemate. What about and, the ramen? I mean, I saw that they had ramen there. Well, and, and I didn't try the ramen, but <laughs> they brought it out and showed us the, and they make and they make ramen, but they, you, they can cross-pollinate with the stands, so they make ramen with the 44 Farms brisket from Bricks oh, Barbecue. That good. Or yeah. the yeah. <laughs> so, that, I mean, having be, been able to do 44 Farms brisket ramen, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it, it smelled great, and it was, it just passed by our table on the way somewhere else but it smelled great and then they also do the sausage in a ramen if you want yeah, so okay. they, i'm writing this down so the, gonna, bar- the barbecue the 44 farm uh, brisket yeah. ramen 44 <laughs> farm brisket ramen 2000 west berry <laughs> write it down but so this is what started as americato it was a restaurant that had its ups and downs really searched for a concept and searched for a market and now it's like a small food hall where you have a really good barbecue stand you have a really good uh, tex-mex stand you have a, a you have a, a what looks like although I didn't try it I saw several people having the ramen so you have a, a, a you know, what looks like the makings of a good ramen business and so you have uh, and then you have coffees and craft cocktails all under one little roof and so it's I think that this is finally Americado finally got it right now it's open only at night during the week and then it's open for lunch and dinner on the weekends and Bricks Barbecue is only there on the weekends but the ramen stand is called Shenya Ramen. And so it has either oh it has either the bricks brisket or they make ramen with the al pastor from Chilangos, which is the taqueria. Yeah, that, that's what the thing I heard. I yeah, heard you know, so on, on have, Facebook someone had posted something. From yeah, that. so and that's supposedly really good too. So you have the al pastor ramen or the brisket ramen, and then Chilangos is the the Tex-Mex concept tacos, tortas, quesadillas fish tacos and they have a taco made with a 44 farms bricks brisket they have a taco and it's called the john wayne john wayne and then they have because if you're on berry you have to have a green chicken enchilada plate fuzzies has it even uh, buffalo brothers has it you have to have a green chicken enchilada plate so they have a great a green chicken enchilada plate at chilangos too and they have these good cocktails so that's you all went to the big food hall i went to the little food hall but americano is off to a great start well I, i think we should mention um the Americano has sort of limited hours. Right. Uh, dinner Tuesday through Friday, yeah. lunch and dinner weekends. Yeah. And uh, I, I, there, there were a couple of threads off of that that I, I wanted to jump on. But one of them was I, I think this has been a thing for both Americano and La Zona uh, where they came up with this really cool concept and then had to evolve what they were putting there because they had the Mercado uh, Dining Hall on Barry. Lazona is one of the coolest looking places, I think. I always think it looks like a, somebody put, took a piece of Marfa and dropped it on, uh, on Magnolia Avenue with its um, white hotel looking buildings and, it's, and one of the best patios in town. The interior design firm is who started Lazona and Americado, and both of them show real design influences. So, um, and, and I, I, I've been to uh, Lazona a couple of times, and, I, and I've liked the food there all right, but you, you do feel like you're you're going for the concept and you know you're waiting for the menu to catch up with the concept right and which was the same way i felt about americata right and i would you know if they hadn't plopped a bricks barbecue down in the middle of it i wouldn't be raving about it now but (laughs) this is a destination barbecue you know similar to a heim or a panther city and of course it's very popular like a lot of 
destination barbecues, it has limited hours. It's only open on the weekends. Only open on weekends. So if you go on Tuesday night, you won't mm-hmm. find the barbecue. But okay, on, well, I guess, on weekends, it'll be a I got Saturday day. taken care of and where I'm going to eat. <laughs> okay, we've been talking about food halls. We need to run down news of the week pretty quickly and uh, openings, closings, and where to go for Christmas. Robert, what have you got for? Well, um, we just heard about two um, fairly significant uh, closings in, in uh, North Fort and. Uh, North Tarrant. Uh, Is Don my, Pablo still a significant closing? Well, I, I don't know about that. We're still trying to figure out. We 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 know Don that Don Pablo's has vanished. We, we know, know that, that Don Pablo's near Ridgemar closed. We are trying to find out. Um, it the website still works. The phone number still works uh, for the Northwoods and Hills location. Um, may have to just do a drive by this afternoon. Don Pablo's has been closing um, restaurants nationwide. Uh, I can't remember the last time I, I was in, in okay. Don Pablo's. Who had 30 years in the pot for how long Don Pablo's <laughs> would last? I would have given it five. Strangely enough, one of the, the last times I remember being in a, in a Don Pablo's is uh, my wife and I were driving back from Florida. We stayed overnight in Mobile, Alabama. And there just happened to be one right next to the hotel. So we were like, oh, let's just go here. But you wanted to talk about one of the anchors in Alliance Town Center. Well, it, uh, the Rock Wood Fired Kitchen, uh, which must have closed this week, Bud got a note from a reader that it had gone dark. Uh, it's in the parking lot of the Kroger and Alliance Town Center, and I drive by it all the time. You could hear music blasting from the Rock, which had a classic rock theme. It actually has um, classic, it had cr- classic rock lyrics on uh, printed on the boots. Um, it was like in the upholstery. You would see classic mm-hmm. rock lyrics, and um, it's known for pizzas, burgers, neither one of which we were all that impressed with. So songs from 30 years ago. But you would hear, you would hear or 20 years ago, because that's where classic rock is going these days. You know, if you listen to K-Love, when they're not playing Christmas music, you're going to hear Matchbox 20. So Springsteen and expensive pizza. I and it's like you you uh, you could hear it blasting into the parking lot. It kind of gave a new concept. Walk, or It kind of put Highway the Hell in a new context when you're walking I think walking they had a Kroger. pizza named the Highway to yeah. Hell Pizza. And uh, um, not sure what happened there. Uh, when it I opened, just, it would it would get crowds. And then over and over, you'd drive by and there'd be fewer and fewer people or fewer and fewer pe- cars well, in that park. Robert, we park. see this with Mellow Mushroom uh, closing in South Lake and retooling in Mansfield. People are not paying $16 for mediocre pizza at a sit-down restaurant. People either want better pizza or more convenient pizza. And the idea of going out to dinner and paying a lot of money and having pizza, I mean, people just uh, people want something better now. I, I think uh, I, I like Miller Mushroom's pizza a little better than you do. And um, to me, it always had that kind of hippie vibe and the kind of service that was maybe a little too friendly. I mean, they're, they're every now and then you'd get a waiter who'd sit down at the table with you, you know, and... Uh, um, and it still has its blue bonnet circle location and still has its Arlington location. South Lake is for the size of town. South Lake is, it's got so many restaurants. And, yeah. Uh, um, so there's a lot of competition out there. Things are turning over there all the time. And the Forenza pizza in Hearst is being you know, repackaged. And there's been other pizza. I mean, the, the two we're talking about here, Rockwood, Fired Manly, but Mellow also, those are restaurants with 60s, 70s, 80s themes that become mom and dad restaurants. And they're like the modern day version of going to Luby's or something. I don't know how much young people want to go. And they're, they're in South Lake, there's so many. You can go to Taverna Rosso, which is a good bar. The pizza is actually pretty much good. Much better pizza. Um, you can go to Colvines, which is yeah. grown-up 
quiet place um, that that plays quiet jazz on the music instead of you know classic rock or contemporary stuff. Um, there's even the spin Neapolitan pizza, which I, I've been surprised. Which has had its troubles. Yeah, I've been surprised that it's still surviving. The pizza is actually pretty good. Everything else about it was like, mm, you know, they actually have some pretty good gelato there too. Uh, and then you have Blaze and those places that have kind of picked up as the quick serve. Yeah, there. Blaze and uh, Pizza Snob is kind right. of the pizza two places we're going kind of, now. Everybody loves pizza. Where you snob. just can you you make to order your pizza. That's the I like. And, and Pie Five, you know, mm -hmm. the, which um, I I'm since I live near Alliance Town Center, I've often been disappointed with the quality of the pizza. We would rather drive to Fireside Considering Pies. Considering that's the flagship store. Yeah, we would rather drive to Fireside Pies in uh, Crockett Row or. Or Grapevine, the Fireside Pies yeah. in Grapevine is very nice. Or to Colvines, or to Taverna Rasa, or even to um, Enzo and Rono mm -hmm. for a pizza. Okay, uh, well, so the pizza, um, pizza ups and downs. And then the other restaurant that closed on North Tarrant Parkway, it's been open for about four, year, four years. It's at the other end of North Tarrant Parkway, uh, right at the cusp of North Richland Hills and Colleyville. Was, yeah, uh, the east end of North yeah, Tarrant Parkway. Yeah, the east end, right. It was uh, Chef Blythe's Southern Bistro. Oh, Chef, Bly Chef Blythe. Which right. was uh, Blythe Bridges, opened this comfort food cafe. She was um, very uh, friendly to, like, first responders, military veterans. Um, we don't we don't have a lot of details, but she posted on Facebook. Um, she had a lease dispute. Yeah, uh, there, yeah. there was a lease dispute. I, I found it to be hit and miss a couple of trips. I thought it was, I thought it was okay. A couple of trips, I thought it... You know, that maybe the food needed more attention. You know, people enjoyed it. There were a lot of people who loved it. Dearly. And practically catacorner from it is a trio, right. which is a lot more adventurous and a lot more um, um, going for the uh, little more. No, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say fine dining, but Trio basically started as more of a sandwich shop and has, has gotten more adventurous and more, more, less more casual. Chef, I think it's more, more chef-driven chef now. Yeah, yeah. Chef yeah. Yeah. Okay. Openings, the new hibachi grills open downtown. Uh, there's Hashim, uh, Hashim's uh, hibachi mm -hmm. grill. Um, Taylor and third. Taylor and fourth. Taylor and mm -hmm. fourth. Um, I wanted to ask Steve. Uh, it's been open for a couple of weeks, but I know Steve has been to Wabi House. I've not been to Wabi House yet. I'm hearing really good things about yeah, Wabi House. Yeah, everybody loves Wabi House. Wabi House. The ramen place. Oh, 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 yeah. The ramen. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Steve, Steve. Hello, Steve. <laughs> Wabi House. Yes. Yeah, though, that was really good. <laughs> well, thank you. Tell us more about it, Steve. It's so good. I'm going to have to remember the name next time. <laughs> right. Uh, but, uh, the uh, yeah, the parking's kind of in back, you know. So when you go, uh, when you drive by it, uh, it uh, had to find how to park, you know. So uh, it, uh, it's in the hospital district area, mm -hmm. and uh, they I had a, a, a with a giant freshwater prawn that they grilled and it was really good, and had some of those yakisoba skewer or was it yakitori skewers, and that was good. Then the ramen itself, uh, I had a a dry ramen that you. Uh, with a dipping sauce, which uh, they only do that in the evenings. And then uh, Susan, uh, my wife, she had uh, a garlic ramen that was kind of almost a carbonara, where they uh, take uh, it's it's dry ramen with garlic, and they put an egg in it, and you you stir it up, so it's almost a carbonara. This is sounding really good. I, I'm very curious about their small plates menu too. Yeah. And since I uh, since my wife is a vegetarian, there was a lot of veg and there's a veggie ramen with a veggie base, mm -hmm. but there's also a lot of there was a lot of interesting vegetarian items on the small plates menu. So that's 
on my list, another place on my list that I have not been to yet, it's been open for about two or three weeks, is uh, Four Sisters Vietnamese. Right. either of you managed to make that it Four yet? Sisters no, is a really simple menu. It's what his mother would cook at home or his sisters. It had about eight or 12 items. Had great cocktails and a great bar. Simple menu. The, uh, the chicken wings were really, really good. They were the mm. best chicken wings I think I've had. Yeah, it's like a brand new building on South Main. On so- in right. South Main Village. It's right. one of the new flagships mm-hmm. in South Main Village. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. So Locust Cider, we've been there a couple of times and, and really liked it. We right, and Stefan their- Rochelle's going to have a new restaurant in South Main Village. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we mentioned uh, Ashim uh, Habati Grill. I haven't had, I'm actually probably going to go there for lunch after the podcast, but um, the, um, they do hibachi, they do mm. sushi, they do sashimi, it's they do poke huge, bowls. It's a huge menu. It's a, it looks like a small, fast, uh-huh. casual place. They actually have a really good eye for design. I like the, mm-hmm. the design of the restaurant. I like the art on the walls. All I've had there, though, so far is the Thai rolled ice cream, mm-hmm. which I liked. They have like three flavors of the Thai rolled ice cream, really basic menu. Um Steve had a mixed emotions about well, it. Well, I mean, the it, you know, I like hibachi. I like they're the show. Try, well, and they're stuff trying like to that. do a lot of things. They're right. trying uh-huh. to do hibachi. They're trying to do Thai ice cream. And it's they're it's really do, uh, it's like a fast food atmosphere for it too. You order when you come in, and then uh, I did the hibachi, and I actually sat at the hibachi so I could watch them cook. And uh, one of the things that they have is their uh, the chicken hibachis are is probably the thing they sell the most of. And so it's already cooked and, and chopped up and they throw it on the grill and they put a little sauce and they stir it up a little bit. And, and, uh, and then if you get the fried rice, they don't, it's not fresh. They've already, this is not Benihana. You don't get a big knife. I know. I know. That's what they did. What they would do is they would, they would tap their uh, little knife on the side to make the little noise. So it sounds like you're at a place. They're not doing it, but they're just tapping. (laughs) So, so, so people that are not, Sitting at the grill can hear I'll it and go like. Try it. I'm looking forward. <laughs> I, to I think we need deal. to yeah. stress that this place has only been open right. since right. Uh, Fourth and Taylor. Yeah, yeah it's a Fourth it, and Taylor, and it's open. And a lot of downtown restaurants aren't open this late, so people are going to like this. It's open until yeah. midnight, and it's right across from Studio 80. Right. Um, Candy, were you at it's, Studio? It's, <laughs> a, it's across from Hoya Korea Kitchen, right? And uh-huh. cat a corner from uh, Mercury Chop House. Yeah, so and Studio 80 is very popular downtown nightclub. Studio 80 folks need some food right. when they come out of Studio 80. Yeah, so that's, but that's yeah, it's right along. Uh, there's actually you know like two or three Asian restaurants right right along that spot. Okay, guys, so. we've we've run way long. Oh here. yeah, I do want to say there's a lot uh, to talk about. This I week. do want to say uh, Christmas. Make your reservations. If you need to eat out at Christmas, get them now. It looks like right now, like most of the places are open. So prime steakhouses are open. But if you're going to need a table on Christmas, start calling and checking or check on open table. And uh, Cannot stress this enough. Bake your reservations. Early. Yeah. For And for New Year's Eve and Valentine's Day, if you can, too. Reservations. You have Thanksgiving Day booked up three weeks ahead a lot of places. And I guess we sh- uh, with that, we should say until next time, I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpott. And Steve Wilson. 